Acts chapter 4, verse 16, and uh, take off reading this in just a second. I'm talking about something, getting a little bit of old school here in just a second. Have uh, something you can see. That's always good. Jesus, you know, he had the uh, pointed to the lilies out there in the field and the birds and everything. He had visual illustrations. But in Acts chapter 4, verse 16, it says, just beginning with, What shall we do to these men? For that indeed a notable miracle hath been done by them. It is manifest to all them that dwell in Jerusalem, and we can't deny it. But that it spread no further among the people. Let us straightly threaten them that they speak henceforth to no man in this name. And so these bad guys were threatening these church members with, y'all need to hush and quit preaching. Quit telling everybody about this Jesus. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, Whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken or listen unto you more than God, judge you. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. Matter of fact, I've got that highlighted here in, in my Bible. Can, can, are we at a point in promised land that we can say, I can't help but speak the things that Jesus has done for me. Can we be a church on the move? A church in motion. And that's what all of us should desire our church to be. To be a church of action. To be a church in motion. Go now to the book of, uh, still in the book of Acts. Acts chapter 8 and verse 4. Just a few pages over. Acts chapter 8 and verse 4. This is, uh, of course, talking about persecution. It says, after the persecution that happened with Stephen, he was killed in, in chapter 7. Acts 4, ver- excuse me, Acts 8, verse 4 says, Therefore they that were scattered abroad went everywhere preaching the word. I'll tell you what, before I read my next scripture, uh, just talking about promised land. I, I, I think that a lot of times life can cause us to lose. What, what are we doing here? What is our church? What is the goal? Because, if, folks, if you have kind of like uh, our uh, class the last couple Sunday nights, we've been teaching the lesson, and then we'll have something to do, something action to do. You know, people love to do. And I think whenever you stop doing, you start dying. Have you ever known somebody who uh, they were uh, maybe as well, I'm going to retire, and then they stop doing anything, and you see them physically just go downhill when they what? When they stop doing. In a church, I think a lot of times is that a way if we ever stop doing, we start dying. And a lot of times we get sidetracked. We'll get sidetracked on on different things, you can get sidetracked on problems, you can get sidetracked on people, you can get sidetracked nitpicking and belly aching and doing this and doing that, but let's not lose focus of doing the what? Doing the gospel. Doing the gospel. I'm going to uh, make this a, a family affair right now. 
want to ask uh, Karen because she has much prettier handwriting than I do. If you would come up here. And uh, we're going to use different colors. I think all of those work. I don't think you'll need that. Right now, right, right off the bat, God wants us to focus on what we are. So I want you to put promised land right in the middle and just put a circle around it. And let's talk a minute about some of the things that we are doing as a church. Now, just branch off there, and I want to talk about two mission points real quick. What about Brother Joel and Brother Ravel? Brother Joel and Brother Ravel. That's two of our... Man, we, we're really involved. Did you know that between them, just those, those two right there, you've got over $10,000 a year that we put out into those two missionaries right there. Or what about now, I want you to do uh, Brother Glenn, all right, and uh, do Brother Meredith. Brother Glenn and Brother Meredith. Those are two of our other good ones. You know, and all these are way out there. We're helping people way off. Help people, you know, Brother, in Central America, out in Africa, in different places. We'll get to those in just a second. But here there's some local things that we're doing. Uh, now I want you to do three things. I want you to do church camp, VBS, and upward. Okay? Church camp, VBS, and upward. Trey and I were talking the other day while she's writing those, and and uh, we were discussing over the last two years, indirectly, indirectly, upward has attributed to about four to five kids getting saved. Now I want you to uh, write. Well, I'll keep you busy. I want you to write. Um, spread it out. I want you to do MBSF and six. Seminaries, okay, six seminaries. I've counted up. We support six seminaries all over the world, six seminaries, and which was pretty cool about those four. Did you know? You know that's worth it. Did you know it's worth it? And uh, also, after you finish those, I want you to do this on that spider web. I want you to put ABA missions and Bartholomew. Okay, ABA missions and Bartholomew on an, on another one. Okay, and uh, just and I you know and I got to thinking about uh, also about church camp. Did you know in the last just of course I've only been here eight years. Did you know in the last eight years we've had of course some of them weren't our kids they were belonging to other kids over twenty professions of faith the last eight years at church camp. Okay. Okay, now, Miss Karen, I want you to write uh, Brother Frank in Jennings, Louisiana. And then on another one, write Washington State, which is one of our newest points that we support. Washington State, okay? And uh, that, <clears throat> that we do. So that spider web just keeps getting bigger, doesn't it? That's a big spider web. All right, thank you. That's that's perfect. That's that's it for now. And uh, 
Well, I'll tell you what. Here's what I want you to write. I want you to write on, on uh, well, <laughs> on, uh, on Awana, I want you to write this over, hmm? Oh, we need a one on there. Okay, we need a one on there somewhere. There we go. And I want you to write the number 20 beside that in different color. Okay, besides church camp, I want you to write the number 20. Besides vacation Bible school, I want you to write the number 20. Okay. And uh, beside upward, I want you to write four to five. Where's upward? There's upward. And then beside ABA missions, I want you to write this. 20,000. Okay, perfect. Okay, now you can sit down. Perfect. And uh, she has much better handwriting than I do. That's a promised land. These are, and these are not all. I probably left something out, I'm sure. I was just kind of brainstorming, writing this down. You know, and just, and I was going through, and I'm sure I might have missed some souls being saved. And these are all the ones that we know about. Folks, we're involved in a lot, and we do a lot. And just counting off the top of my head, I think about, you know, whether it be Miss Sarah got saved, you know, really, uh, she was kind of neat to see. Uh, she will self-admit that she's a little shy. And, uh, you know, and she, it was great to see her really blossom in her involvement in Upward last year. And then during Awana getting saved and praying and asking Jesus, to, but how many kids have been like that? And then, you know, talking to all the ones, Brother Jeff, Brother Trey, Miss Karen, and all the different ones, I'm sure we could probably come up with more than I'm counting off the top of my head of how many souls have been saved through church camp. And then our VBS over the years, it'll be three. It'll be two. Last year it was five souls were saved we're actually one before one after during our bible school five kids young people were saved during during our vacation bible school would uh do y'all think vacation bible school is worth it uh-huh. y'all see what i mean and this, this you're talking about bang for the buck of course uh, we send $660 a month to ABA missions, which are almost 200 missionaries. So you're talking 200 guys all over the world. That's the reason that that number for one year last year was over 20,000 people. That's definitely worth it. But you see what I mean? That all of these things, but you see, if we're not moving, if we're not doing, uh, so... I've got a pop quiz for Allie Joe. Allie Joe, come on up here. I told you I was going to make this a family affair. Allie Joe, you just had a science poster I saw you working on, didn't you? Okay, watch here. Okay. You had a science poster you was working on? Yes. Okay. Sorry. And what was the science poster? <laughs> Uh, about Newton's three laws. Newton's three laws. All right. Do you remember the first law? And say it word. 
everybody can understand it. And the third law. An object in, well, the first law is, an object in motion will stay in motion, and an object at rest will stay at rest unless acted upon by force. And then the third law is, for every action there is an equal but opposite reaction. Mm, thank you. You did good. High five. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Pop twins, she, she passed it. She had that. Did y'all know that's true, though, about not only physics, but that's true about people and churches? What was that first one? Objects at rest tend to stay at rest. And objects in motion tend to stay. So, folks, if we're a busy church, if we're a doing church, you see what I mean? Does, you see the point? I mean, it's true. So God designed that law. Who, who made the law? <laughs> And he said, he, he studied physics and all this, and he said, well, I'm observing this in the universe. And he started writing, and he became famous because he stated what God designed. Objects at rest tend to stay there unless acted upon by an outside force, okay? And guess what that force is a lot of times? That's the Lord. The Lord is the one that acts on us. And objects in motion tend to stay in motion. Is kind of, every one of y'all know? If you did, you know that just about any of you can. Uh, have you ever? How many of you've ever pushed an automobile? Okay, <laughs> into the gas station. Okay, yeah, me. I'm, okay, and <laughs> and so you know, think about it. It's so hard. Steve knows this. Bruce, you know this. It's so hard to what get it going. But once you get it going, it's, Larry, it's a lot easier to keep it going, isn't it? Because why? That law. And it's easier to you get this overcoming the friction and the gravity. And that's what God wants for our church. And we are doing a lot and souls are being saved. We're doing for Jesus. And He, you know, we're the center of this, but over this whole bubble, over this whole bubble, if this board, let this board right here, this wood, represent the Lord. He's got us. Did you know John chapter 10, it says that I've got you in my hand. And the Father has you in His hand. That's two hands. And nobody can take you out. But as long as we're alive and living for Him, God wants us to to work and to do. Okay? The last passage is Acts chapter 11 and verse 19. An active church. Boy, Karen came through writing all that down. Allie Jo did good on remembering her science. Acts 11. And verse 19, the Word of God says, Now they which were scattered abroad because of the persecution upon the persecution that arose about Stephen traveled as far as Phoenice and Cyprus and Antioch preaching the Word to none but the Jews only. But then some other people started listening in. And some of them were men of Cyprus and Cyrene which, when they were come to Antioch, spake unto the Grecians. And what 
preaching the Lord Jesus. Now let me ask you this. You may be busy. You know, you think about all this stuff and all these activities, you know, and you can say, well, uh, I really don't know about all those things. But you know what? God's blessing. Souls are being saved. That's what it's all about. People's lives are being changed. That's, I tell you, that's what it's all about. Seminaries. How, how many of those seminaries are young men that are getting ready to go preach the gospel somewhere else? Six seminaries. I was adding up the amount. And it's, it's, it's awesome. I've always bragged on you. always will because of your generosity we're able to do these things. But I want to let you know that, number one, what is our goal? What's our purpose? Why are we doing what we're doing? And folks, people are being saved way out there, but did y'all know we have to maintain those ministries here because guess what's happening at our Bible school and at our church camps and at our uh, Awana? Guess what's happening? And we're fixing to see fruit of that tonight is that people are being saved. And before I move on to the invitation, let me say this. Sarah prayed and asked Jesus Christ into her heart. And matter of fact, I asked her up here. I knelt down on one knee as she came up here, and she told me that she wants to join the church and be baptized. And I asked her, I said, Sarah, if you were to die today, do you know where you'd go? She said, heaven. I said, why is that? Because I asked Jesus Christ as my Savior. This baptism isn't going to save her. This baptism is just an act of obedience. To say, I'll publicly, even though I'm not really excited about getting up in front of everybody, but I'll publicly let the world know that I've asked Jesus to save me. You see what I mean? People are being saved. God is good. He's still on His throne. We've got our eye on Jesus. That's what it's all about. As we prepare for him invitation. Father, I thank you for this opportunity tonight. And I pray that Promised Land would continue to be a church in motion. To be a church of action. To be a church that is willing to do whatever we can to see the word spread throughout the world and to minister to those in our own community. And that big spider web and network of all the activities that we are even reaching out with all the ministries, even locally. People are talking about what we're doing because we're involved in the community. We're involved with young people. We're involved with families. May we see souls saved. Lord, give us souls, lest we die. In Jesus' name, amen.